welcome listeners to a really special Arcade Attack podcast. It's probably the first bonus stage podcast we're releasing, um, which is new, which is brand spanking new. It's basically an excuse for me and my other co-hosts who aren't on today to talk about their other loves away from retro gaming. So don't shut off now. If you're listening, don't just turn off the episode because I've got a really great guest. They've got Ryan Rebulkin. Hey, Dan Ryan. Pretty good. I didn't understand a word you said. That British accent. No, <laughs> um, no, I think I got most of it. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Boy, you do have a strong accent, and I guess maybe I do too. Do I? Do I have an accent to your ears? You do. I remember. I think I offended you. Didn't I? Remember, I was on your podcast a few about a year ago now. Probably, I think I said your your U.S. accent, but that was uh, yeah, oh. the amount, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I am Canadian, for the record. Uh, for your listeners, don't shut off because you're not talking to an American. You're talking yeah. to a full-blooded... Have you been watching the uh, the election news and all that? Because it's, it's gone down now, so this would be old news when they hear this. But uh, Yes and no. Honestly, I don't really care. I, I don't really care because, um, not to be uh, uh, cynical, but I, it doesn't really... I don't know how much of it matters who's quote-unquote the president. I don't know... I, I don't know how much of it matters. It seems like no matter who's there, there's good things that happen and there's bad things that happen and there always seems to be unrest and turmoil at the end of the day. I, I, and there seems seems to be things that happen that are good too. Like yeah. every president could say, this good thing happened under my term, this bad thing happened on my, under my term. Um, I know the public outcry against Trump was very, very high, but mm. so, so was it for him. I, I think he was just a divisive president. I don't think he was all bad. Mm. I don't think he was all good. I just think for whatever reason, he seemed to... He felt divisive. I don't know if that was his fault or the population fault. So there you go. There's my uh, there's my Canadian neutral. <laughs> I, just want, I just want everyone to be happy. I just want everyone to calm down and be yeah. happy and just be peaceful. You know, let's just get along. You know, no, anyways, exactly. What do I know? Well, look, there's there's people still listening, going, "What is this bonus stage podcast you're on about?" It's um, we're gonna, you know. We're trying something a bit new, something a bit different, because every single episode we've done up to now is basically retro gaming or gaming related. And there'll be some gaming talk today, don't worry, listeners, but it's going to be mainly about other things that we really care about. For me, personally, one of my biggest passions is um, the Rocky series and also Slice Alone. So there's no better guest, there's no better person to talk to about that than Ryan, because you've got, well, you've got two podcasts. We'll talk about both of them. Um, I think I told you this before, Ryan, I actually, about a few couple of years ago, I thought, whoa. Uh, I've been listening to a few Arsenal podcasts, a few gaming podcasts. I wonder if there's something a bit different. What else do I really enjoy with Rocky? So I've done a little search on iTunes and uh, I saw about two or three Rocky podcasts. And I gave your, I was actually thinking before, maybe I should consider getting into that game myself, do a Rocky podcast. But there's already a few out there. So I gave yours a listen and I was, I was hooked uh, over that. So I've been a very avid listener since. And, and I'm, I'm, you know, a big, big supporter, as you know. So good on you. Oh, no. Well, thank you. It's it's uh, listeners like you that makes it <laughs> worth it. I mean, uh, you know, it's um, I never went into podcasting to make money. Um, <laughs> I've spent much more than I've ever made, uh, but it's a hobby. And that's the thing. That's how I look at it. I don't look at it. I, personally, I actually scoff at people. I shouldn't say scoff's not the right word. I... I question why people podcast for money because it, you'd have to be almost Joe Rogan type numbers. You're getting like 25,000 downloads an episode. Then, you, then you're talking. Okay. Then you can get those real big time sponsors. But um, I actually started podcasting because I just wanted a hobby. I really didn't have a hobby. I honestly didn't have anything that I did in my free time, the limited time that I do have that's free with a young family. I just didn't know. I'm like, oh, you know what? I listen to podcasts. I like to talk. What is it that I can talk about? that is something I just kind of know where I don't really have to do a deep research and <laughs> you know my show <laughs> we do we're terrible <laughs> preparation no but that's what makes it fun it was we, we just talk rocky in a sequential manner of the of the films and 
yeah, that's why it's like something I love. I can talk about it and it's grown into this own community. I've met people like you. Yeah. Uh, uh, we've got uh, followers on Twitter and Facebook and um, it's just amazing. The friendships online friendships we've made within that community. Cause I've always said anyone that likes Rocky, like really likes it. Chances are they're not, can I say asshole? Mm. Uh, you know? Yeah. They're not an asshole. Mm-hmm. Very few yeah. people I've ever met that love Rocky also are mean to people. <laughs> I don't find those two align very well. I like that. That's it, we could look at a Venn diagram, couldn't we? Um, and we stay clear of the other side because you know we we love <laughs> we love our Rocky. Um, I want to ask actually: was there a moment like a eureka moment? Oh, you kind of explained it there. You wanted a hobby, but was there a point where you thought, I'm, you know, I want to get into podcasting? I'm not completely sure what I want to do. I know you got two podcasts, but how exactly did you? decide on rocky and also we're talking about this go it's the best of the worst podcast as well worst of the best worst of the there you go correct me yeah there you go worst of the best sorry no it's fine you know it's it's a tongue twister because that's the whole idea is we take we take the worst from the best so let's talk about what's this we're talking about so the worst of the best was a podcast i started with my brother ruben and in fact ruben and i started the rocky podcast together Mm. Uh, we're going to do a pulp fiction style narration here so we did the worst of the best second together. And that was actually my brother Ruben's idea. So that was his podcast idea. And he was listening to a Pearl Jam album. I don't know if you listen to Pearl Jam or are familiar with their music. I was supposed to see him live actually last year, but it was canceled in London, Hyde Park. So I'm not a massive uh, Pearl Jam fan, but my friend got me tickets, but it was canceled because of COVID, unfortunately. Okay. I guess the band is irrelevant. Think of, think of any one of your favorite bands or artists and think of your favorite album from that band or artist. Mm. And I guarantee you, there's probably a song on that album from your favorite band and their favorite album that you'd like the least. Yeah. And so my brother had this epiphany when he was listening to Pearl Jam's album. Uh, I believe it was uh, Vitology. He was listening to Vitology. No, correction. That was Versus. He was listening to it. He's like, man, this is an amazing album. And then a song popped on that he was like, you know what? This is a this song, whatever it was, is really kind of garbagey compared to this amazing album. And he goes, I wonder if we just did a podcast about that where you take something that's the best of in your life or a best of list or best of this or whatever, and let's create the idea that even if something as great as something might be to you or to the public, there's always something that's the worst mm. and, uh, and the reasons why. So we do that. We discuss artists, uh, music, actors and actresses, movie franchises, conspiracy theories, food, you name it. Uh, we pick a you know a top ten list and we talk about it. And at the end of the episode, we discuss why we felt independently of each other. What is the worst from that list? Now, unfortunately, my brother uh, he stopped podcasting just uh, for for personal reasons. Uh, he loves podcasting, but he had some family stuff to take care of. And uh, so I at this point on the on both podcasts. Uh, I've had rotating guests, so to speak. So the worst, the best. We have rotating guests, and then on going the distance, same obviously the same thing. I started with my brother Ruben, and now I've got two new guests or two new hosts, I should say, that are, are frequent hosts now. That's Kyle and Katie, and uh, yeah. So I know I'm talking a lot here. I apologize. That's all right. Um, so well, the, I, so yeah. the, then go back go back to the Rocky one. My brother Ruben actually was doing his own podcast. I was listening to it, and I thought, oh, if my brother Ruben can do it. I can do it too. And that's how the Rocky idea came to me. So I actually called Ruben to say, I've got this idea to do a Rocky podcast, but I don't know how to get it out there. I don't, and you do, because you're doing one. How do you do this? Now he thought I was asking him to join me and I wasn't for the record. I was not asking him to become, to become my co-host. Yeah. So kind of funny, unbeknownst to him, even, I don't know if, even if he knows this at this time, but he kind of uh, just uh, latched on. So yeah, let's do this. Let's rock and roll. And I'm like, I guess my brother's co-hosting with me on the Rocky podcast and same idea. So that's how that one started is the, 
he showed me the ropes on how to do it. And then uh, I kind of took creative control of that show uh, because I did all the editing and everything and, and what have you. But uh, yeah, same thing. So he left due to personal reasons and uh, I've continued with new co-hosts. So there you go. Sorry, audience, for that long answer, but that's the journey of how I became a podcaster. Uh, we'll try and add links at the bottom of the show notes, basically, so you've got the links to both those podcasts. I, I listen to all your Rocky ones, as you know. I dip in and out of the worst of the best, because I'll be honest with you, uh, if there's a topic I don't really know much about, I might not bother. If that's a bit rude oh, yeah. of me, but... but no, you... no, don't... don't that, that uh, That's fine. We, we try to make the format a little bit that you don't have to be... How should I say this? I, I challenge people and yourself to, to listen to an episode of a band or an artist that you're not familiar with. Because what we try to do is we talk about the artist and we talk about, and we, you might hear a song or a snippet from a song. You're like, oh, wait a minute. I think I might want to check these guys out. So in a weird way, we try to make it so if you're not familiar with the topic or even like the person or, or artist or whatever, you might like the episode. But I understand people are topic oriented and that's fine. I, there's no problem there. Do uh, It's a bit of a personal question but do the uh podcast numbers fluctuate quite a bit more on that particular podcast compared yeah. to the rocky one uh oh all compared um so i imagine the rocky one's got some steady listeners or you know repeat listeners whereas worst of the best maybe i don't know you'd have to tell me but well no worst of the best is growing when it first started i don't mind saying when it first started we were just getting like 20 uh, 20 downloads an episode and my brother and i knew this would never be a rocky size type episode but now there are some episodes that are mirroring Rockies uh, and the growth on the worst of the best is actually, it is growing. And I think it has to do in part that people do jump on because of the topic. See with Rocky, it's just, and Sylvester yeah. Stone films, people are just gonna be like, Oh, there's this, we know this whole podcast is about <laughs> Sly and Rocky. And if you don't like Sly or Rocky, why would yeah. you listen to it? If, well, exactly. you didn't, if you didn't like, if you didn't like, um, I don't know, uh, uh, like basket weaving. Why would you listen to a podcast about basket weaving? Yeah, so yeah. the worst of the best, it has different subjects and, and titles. And people like they're coming on maybe because we did an ACDC episode or we did an Aerosmith episode. Then we did a Tom Hanks episode and a Tom Cruise episode. So mm. all these are different topics. And people are like, hey, I kind of like what they had to say about Tom Cruise. Let's see what they have to say about Tom Hanks. So that's kind of what we, I think that's what helps snowball it a little bit. If, yeah. if they like the way we break something down. And then they might want to listen to another topic that they have some sort of interest in. Uh, it, we, the, so the format's the same, but the subject changes per episode, yeah. How would you choose the topics, Ryan? Because they're quite random. <laughs> just in your head, or do you go through just... Is it just That's again? the randomness. That, yeah. it's, it's random. Uh, but now, I will say now with the rotating guest hosts, I do dealer's choice. And so if I have a guest host come on, and they're, this is going to be the first or time on the show, I kind of say, well, look, you're coming on my show. What topic do you want to talk about? Because they might have something they want to share and talk about. So that's kind of how I do it now. I kind of give yeah. it to the, the guest host first. If they say, no, you choose, then I just... I usually just rotate. If I did a music one last time, I'll do a non-music one this time type thing. So that's about it. Would you ever do a best of the worst kind of a spin-off episode? Or was that kind of done in your opinion? Because I quite like the, your idea, but could you do, could you flip it and find something really naff, but find the um, best thing in that? So really naff that, album. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting concept. But I, I, you know, I, and I thought about that, like if we called it the best of the worst, so we pick, mm. you could pick a band like, okay, well, I've, uh, cause I have thought about this, like Nickelback, let's say I personally don't like Nickelback. <laughs> yeah. I just, and they're from Canada, so I can crap on them a little bit. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't, I don't like them. I understand them. I know they're talented. I know they can play their instruments. I get it, uh, but I don't, I don't like what they produce. And to me, they're one of the worst popular bands out there. So, but 
there you go. I could pick one of their albums mm-hmm. and then I could be fair and say, Hey, from this album, this is the best song from the worst band. And so the, it, it could work. But the reason why I think I haven't done that is because I might find that process exhausting going through all this crap just to find <laughs> the, the, yeah. the diamond out, you know, <laughs> the, the little, yeah. It's like, Oh, it's exhausting. Like, okay. Song. Yeah. Sorry, I hate this. I hate that. Okay. This song's not bad. This song is the best song on Nickelback's third studio album. That's amazing. Yeah. Another band who I think are a similar ilk to Nickelback, you may be, you may disagree, is uh, Creed. Um, and I, I'm jumping. Oh the gun no, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but you're, you're now covering Creed, and we're talking about Rocky podcast in a minute. But we just focus on the current series. You're on, you're on Creed at the moment, and Creed is obviously coming next. But at the start of each episode, um, you, you find, do you want to explain to listeners what you do? But it's, it's kind of funny, actually. Well, and I'm glad you find it funny. I've had a couple <laughs> listeners of the Rocky Series podcast who get mad at me for doing this. But what I've done is, yeah, I basically, it's my, you know, it's British humor. This is my, yeah, I find yeah, British yeah. humor very funny. It's a dry, almost irritating, like I want to irritate the audience type humor. Uh, and what I've done is, is, is to play on words. Like it's not a Creed podcast, but I start every podcast with a terrible karaoke cover version from YouTube of the song. It's the same song. It's the same part of the song yeah. with uh, arms wide open by Creed. And it's usually, well, it's always horrible renditions. And what's, what's amazing is by finding these on YouTube is there's just thousands hundreds yep. hundreds of <laughs> horrible covers and it has to be a horrible cover which are believe it or not, are easier to find than you would think so yeah that's the funnest part about editing the creed episodes is finding that song you know what you should do on the final episode of creed or even creed too you should you should do the singing for the uh, the opening don't spoil it that was one of my ideas <laughs> sorry yeah. oh my apologies um but, uh, yeah it, it will sound terrible so the joke get, will be on me yeah don't worry. tick um well let's go back let's step back a bit because obviously i i uh, you know, people that listen to the Arcade Attack Arcade podcast, a few buzzwords we talk about, the Atari Jaguars, or we mentioned a few buzzwords, and I'm sure there's a little tally going how many times Adrian says Rocky or talks about Rocky for a robot or brings in Rocky quotes. It can be quite annoying. We've actually had a few, not complaints, but ah, like, oh, stop talking about Rocky, get back on the game. So I don't know what a couple of listeners will think of this episode, but... Oh, they're going to ha- hate it. They're going to hate it. They're going to... They, they switched off by now, Ryan. It's fine. That's fine. Um how what was your earliest memory of rocky per se you know do you remember watching a particular film or when did it first come into your what's your earliest memory and the first film you saw well you know it's funny i i think i did see parts one and two i think i saw parts two and or one first before seeing three of course well i mean at home you know on vhs or on tv but the first one i saw in the theaters i guess my strongest memory would have been part three and because i was really big into wrestling and I, I'll never forget, I was about seven or eight years old when Rocky Three came out and I saw it in the theaters and Hogan comes out as Thunderlips. And I was kind of like, because I was a Hogan fan. And so seeing him play, a, you know, a heel or a bad guy in the movie kind of threw me off is that whole yeah. like, I knew movies were fake, but they, I, I just didn't, it was hard for me to wrap my head around my favorite wrestler being you know, mean to my favorite boxer who's on screen. And so that was a real interesting moment as a child to kind of wrap my head around the, you know, I've got Rocky who I loved as a kid beating the crap out of Hogan who I loved as a kid. Yeah, yeah. And I, I didn't understand why Hogan was being so creepy and mean about this Thunderlips thing. Uh, but, you know, uh, that was my first memory was probably the strongest memory was Rocky three and the Hogan moment. I think that was mm. the first like breaking through the fourth wall as a kid, understanding that I guess these people can do other, you know, other roles. It was a, my I think my earliest memory was was sitting down in the living room. I was probably about maybe eight or nine, just watching TV with my family, and then um, I just, just 
it was, it was Rocky 2, it came on. And I remember my mum and dad complaining, oh, it's the actor again, he can't even talk. They were, they were dissing on Stallone, basically. Sure. I didn't really hear, didn't know much about him before. I was like, but I was like, I was, some, I was transfixed to the screen and they're about to change. Now. I said, no, no, I want to watch this. And it, I just, phew, Rocky 2. And I didn't, I never knew much about Rocky, the first film, but I was, um, yeah, Rocky 2 is where I ran it really found my love. But then my friend down the road, Dave Kumar, he uh, he always had Rocky 3 and Rocky 4 on VHS. So I must I probably borrowed them more times than he ever watched them, truthfully. So that, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, so I watched Rocky 3 and 4 probably the most, but Rocky 2 is how it began for me. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, so this is a tough question. Two, you might have the same answer here, but what do you regard as the best Rocky film and what do you regard as the as your favourite, as in what you reckon, as a film, which one do you think is the best made as a sort of, you know, theatre, you know, theatre, but, but do you have a personal favourite as well? You know, it's funny, uh, this is 45-year-old Ryan talking, uh, because I'm sure this answer would have changed had you asked me if I was, I don't know, 15, 14. Um, I know this is the biggest debate. The biggest debate is always the, the, the fun and, and the uh, energy and the uh, soundtrack and all the craziness that Rocky Four is, and the fun that Rocky Four is, is it's nostalgic for a lot of people our age because they were you know young, 10, 11, 12, eight between eight and thirteen when Rocky Four came out. It's those this that audience that really have a hard time of, or not a hard time, but they have the biggest argument for making Rocky Four their most favorite yep. fun movie to watch. Even though they recognize what part one is, of course, being the best picture winner, and but I'm now I as a 45 year old and understand how movies are made and the story behind Rocky One. To me, it's at the end of the day, it would always will be put all I guess now uh, eight movies in front of me that have the Rocky character in them. I will and say, well, Ryan, you got to pick one for the rest of your life. Mm. It's gonna be part one. It's gonna be the first original because uh, the Stallone's acting, uh, the soundtrack. Uh, the the uh, underdog story, the the whole him talking danger on the bed, like I can't beat this guy. I just want to know I won't be another bum. The neighborhood speech brings me to tears. Uh, his uh, f- the fourteenth round when he's on the canvas, Mickey's yelling, "Stay down, stay down!" And we know that Rocky wants to get up, mm-hmm. and the whole world is you know telling him to stay down, and he's pulling himself up. Uh, and then of course the ending scene with the the, the Bill Conti crescendo and I love you and I love you and it's just like tears you know and so I I don't that can never be, I've never cried never once I've all you know it's funny of all the Rocky films here's something that's interesting mm. all the Rocky films Rocky Four is the only one that's never made me tear up yeah okay that's interesting um... it is interesting mm. Rocky Two I tear up of course when he wins the belt you know th- this is the best moment of my life other than my kid being born mm-hmm. you know you get you get emotional when she says win you get emotional like actually emotional part three when Mickey dies you get emotional uh let's get to part five even part five yeah uh that Mickey scene you know the flashback scene total emotion Rocky Six my goodness emotional Creed when he gets the cancer announcement, emotional Creed too because it, it just is you know it's the last time when he hugs his uh, grandchild uh, Logan. Uh, my goodness, I was emotional. Every Rocky film, complete emotion. I'm just discovering this on your show now. I got to make sure I bring this up on mine. Uh, Rocky Four, I never feel I I have fun if that's an emotion, mm-hmm. but I never feel teary eyed. I never get choked up. Even when Paul dies, I'm like, oh, that kind of sucks. I I just yeah. never. I did. I didn't even get sad when Apollo died, and what I don't know why that is because I love the Apollo character. Mm. So I'm wondering if the director's cut that's coming out might tug at us a little bit more than we think. I want to talk about the director's cut in a minute. Um, yeah. Okay. You your show it did change a little bit over the series because the first couple, correct me if I'm wrong, 
Uh, well, let's let's explain it. So your your Rocky podcast is not just you chatting about Rocky. Uh, it's it's going through the movies scene by scene, uh, you know, and you will sort of dissect it and you'll go through that. So series one is all Rocky, uh, series two Rocky two obviously, and intertwined we've got a few guests in between. So we'll talk about the guests in a minute. But uh, is it true your is it series three onwards where you actually bring the sort of the, the audio soundtrack from the film or the audio into the film into your podcast? Is that right? Yeah, we we. I when I see, I, uh, it's like anything you create, like I'm sure bands and TV shows are like this. Like they always like think, Oh, we should have done this in the first season. We should have done this thing in the first, whatever, like a band would be like, Oh, too bad. We didn't think of this on our debut album or whatever it might be, but that's the journey of, mm. I'm not an artist, but I'm a creator, right? I create a podcast. Uh, so I didn't know what I didn't know when I didn't know it. So I, I couldn't do what I didn't know. Uh, well, we, we really didn't put any audio in. And then I'm like, Oh, what we're talking about a, a famous scene, Ruben. Why don't we, insert the youtube clip because i so I'd go on youtube find the clip and then i throw it in and then as time went on i realized we could like oh we can actually figure out how to watch the movie together you know like we can put it on the screen together for ourselves and the audience to see and we can record the audio as we're talking about it lo and behold so that didn't really kick in until uh the end of season four rocky four we kind of figured it out so i think it was i think it was rocky five onwards we fully inserted the audio and then and then it got to the point yeah we actually just kept like we'd play the scene, talk about it, play this. So it's almost like a uh, commentary uh, now. And we've had people who've really enjoyed that. I don't know if you've enjoyed that progress, mm. but um, people are like, oh, now you, oh, we want you to go back and do that with the seasons where you yeah. did it. And I'm like, oh my goodness, no, for the record, <laughs> what, what we're going to do, it's just, yeah. it is what it is. That's the journey. We're not going to remaster our earlier seasons, even though they sound terrible. Don't go back if you're started at the beginning because you might not get through them. Uh, the audio quality is terrible. So the fact that you went and listened to them all, I admire yeah. that. I go back and listen. I'm like, I can't believe anyone keeps listening after the first few episodes. Uh, but they do, I guess, or some haven't. Um, oh, the kid's walking in. Hey, sweetheart. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right, Ali. Okay. Um, this is my daughter, Madison. Bless her. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so then, uh, so what we're gonna do after the Rocky or Creed two is completed, mm. we're gonna roll into the Rambo series. Mm, That's right, yeah. and we're and we're gonna do that. What we're doing now with the uh, with the films as we play the, we're gonna do that completely properly for the Rambo film, so that will be guaranteed. I really like the sense of humor you have on the show. By the way, I think it's quite similar to Arcade Attack. I think we don't take it too seriously. We we take the mick out of each other. We we don't have thick skin, um, and we we just. You know, and Rocky, let's be honest, it's we're huge fans, but we can sort of poke fun at certain things as well. We're not mm -hmm. here to have, it's like video games. Some video games are amazing and we're really positive, but there's certain areas, certain aspects, or even whole games that we can have a big laugh at, which is not, we hate to be negative, but it's all about just poking fun and having a good time a little bit, isn't right. it? So I think actually, uh, if anyone's thinking, oh, this sound, Ryan does sound pretty cool and I like the sound of this podcast. Again, I'm not trying to say it's a complete transfer, but if you kind of like our style, I reckon you would like, uh, Ryan's podcast as well. well I appreciate yeah. that, and uh, yeah, anyone that wants to check out this uh, or the, or uh, the worst of the best is the same idea. We can like something, mm. uh, but definitely, uh, uh, what, do you guys call it taking the piss? Do you guys? Yeah, say we that? do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we don't. We kind of we don't really say that here, but if I said it here, people would understand what I'm saying. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, it's and you can only do it if you're a fan. Mm. It's kind of like your family. Like I can make fun of my brother, you can't make fun of my brother. You're not part of the family. So the Rocky family and true fans can make fun of the parts that are to make fun of. So it's we don't treat the Rocky films uh, or Stallone films because we do Stallone episodes that are not Rocky uh, movies. Um, 
as like sacred texts. Like absolutely, he's a he's a he's a flawed actor with uh, many crappy movies. And but even within those crappy movies, talking about the best of the worst, you know, we want to flip it. There's movies that are bad that we'll still say, hey, well, that part was good. Well, we wish they did more of that. So it's always a I think it's always a fair discussion. I don't think we just say, oh, that's crappy or that's great. I think mm. our discussion always explains itself. We just don't say and we don't try to be funny for funny sake, because I think I don't th uh, I appreciate you saying that we're humorous, but I don't write anything down. It's always just with the conversation off, yeah. off the cuff. Just, yeah. Yeah, it just keeps it natural. Uh, I don't pre-plan -pre jokes, even though I've had a couple of people say, did you plan that? And they're like, no, that just came out. <laughs> but thanks for asking me, because now I have to say, no, no, that was a real joke. I didn't, you know, yeah. but anyway, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't pre-write any jokes. They just come out as they come out, yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> I found myself laughing very often. Um, you've had some big guests on your show, some huge guests, actors that have been in the Rocky films, people that have been on the outside of Rocky films. Um, you, would you be happy to list a few of your sort of biggest names and some of your favorite guests? Cause you know, I, I, I have to say I'm quite impressed by some of the people you got on your show, truthfully. Well, I don't want to start like from uh, the bottom to the top cause I don't want to bury the lead, but um, we we've had a couple of the side characters or side actors. Uh, we haven't had the Holy Trinity. So just mm. if anyone's listening, we have not had Stallone or Talia Shire or Burt Young or Carl Weathers for that yeah. matter. I've reached out to all of them. Well, the thing is I have never officially reached out to Stallone and I never will because uh, he has a wall of people around him that you're not, you're, he's never, he will never read my, my message. No. okay but yeah. i will say that i've i have i don't want to say this individual saying because it's not fair to him but i have you might know who i'm talking about i've had somebody go to him on my behalf and ask a question on my behalf that, that i got permission to tell that story on the podcast so stallone did answer one of my questions mm. about the rocky films do you remember that i remember that episode? it was about the tiger the zoo episode i do remember yeah yeah okay I do. all right so uh if you if you want to see that episode guys uh I forget. I think it's. I think it's an episode titled uh, "Guess Who's Back" or something like that. Because I was on on a Navy deployment, and I think it was one of the first episodes we did when I came back from that. So, anyway, Sly did answer a question uh, for me. So that's one degree of separation. Um, but we had uh, speaking of guests, so we've had some of the uh, uh, some of the uh, what do you call them that side extras, so to speak, but people who are small bit roles, like the yeah, nurse yeah, yeah. who delivered the nurse who delivered Rocky's baby. Yeah. Um, we've had uh, and she's been in a multitude of films. Um, and then we had uh, the big ones we had was old season five. We had Vince DiCola, of course, who did the soundtrack music for Rocky Four and the Transformers films. He was a lot of fun, very gracious. Yeah. Um, and then we had Bill Conti, which is, of course, our biggest, it's our biggest episode, our most downloads, uh, was Bill Conti. That's huge, yeah. And uh, it was an amazing uh, experience. I was very humbled by his, uh, his stories and his ability to um, be willing to answer questions from a complete nobody like me. And I asked, I asked him some tough questions. So if you want to see Bill Conti kind of put <laughs> to, the, uh, to the ringer a little bit, I asked him questions that I, I can guarantee you, dear listeners, I asked Bill Conti questions that he's never been asked before. Uh, and then the last person that I really had the most fun with, I think the most fun, and I was a very engaging guest as well, was uh, Richard E. Gant, who played George Washington Duke in yeah. Rocky V. He was the, the uh, Larry, uh, not, uh, what do you call that guy? Larry, not Larry King. No, he was um, Don King. Don King. Oh, Larry. Yeah. Don, the, Don, the Don King, uh, real person, the promoter Don King, he patterned the, that uh, character after Don King. And that was a... Uh, so if you know who I'm talking about, he was a great interview as well, and he was a lot of fun as well. Hit me in our suit. He, yeah. yeah. 
he was a he was my favorite guest you've had on actually he was very interesting yeah um, yeah that's a lot of fun that's a, a lot of fun he was great with his stories too i think i asked him some fun questions as well it was fun to go through his career rocky five i mean i've i've been in one of your shows rocky five and that was uh i appreciate that a lot it's an interesting part of the series the rocky series isn't it a lot mm -hmm. of people discard it completely uh i often have a few arguments with my friend rob and he's like oh rocky five is the worst film blah 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 and we always have a little bit of a joke about it but uh i'm not saying it's the best rocky film i'll never say that no. but i think it's it's like i think you mentioned before it's aged well okay it's not perfect it's got its flaws i think i mentioned when i was on your show it's got flashes of brilliance i mean why do you think i've got a question actually right i've got I, sure stallone always says that he hates rocky five doesn't he i think personally and it's i might be completely wrong i think he's almost saying that because everyone else is saying it i'd be really interested to get i'd really love to know actually what are your what's your true opinion about rocky five because i actually i might be completely wrong here i don't think he probably hates it as much as as we think unless you've got a different view i'd love to know your your opinion sly i love sly but he, i think he i think what he he's in the business of selling tickets he's in the business that's his job he's an actor he's an entertainer and it's easier for him just to say i agree with the mass mm. audience saying that rocky five was garbage i agree um it's it so at the end of the day rocky five let's just say rocky five uh everyone rated it anywhere from one to five let's just say it was it rated one to five now i think that's unfair because i think everyone i think the biggest complaint i brought this up multiple times in my show but anyone that's listening to this podcast this one right here who may know rocky five will understand that the, one of the biggest disappointments of rocky five is that the is that it did end in the ring yeah now we thought at the time this was the last time we'd ever see rocky on screen so as a viewer we're all like ah oh, come on you're rocky why didn't you end the why didn't you end this fight in the ring and so i think that was the biggest bad taste in everyone's mouth i think if that movie has simply ended yeah. in the ring it wouldn't be as maligned as it was today. And ironically, or at the time, I should say, and ironically, we may never have had a Rocky Balboa. So mm. despite, so the idea that Rocky V was so maligned by critics and by fans, and actually, not even by critics so much, I think it's just more fans. I think a lot of critics just thought it was like, hey, it was an okay movie. If you just Because if you just watch it as a movie, he, like if you showed somebody that movie who'd never seen the Rocky films, why would they hate it? Mm. Yeah. They wouldn't really. It's, exactly. Yeah. Why would they hate it? They they might have some questions about the relationships idea. You could just say, hey, just so you know, uh, that's his brother-in-law and he's kind of a drunk and that's uh, that's his kid. But very few people, it's a, it's a standard, good, okay movie. There's nothing, it's not like, uh, it's not like um, uh, uh, The Room, you know? <laughs> it's not, it's not a horrible no. movie. It's no. just, it's a bad Rocky movie. And, and But the reason why it's aged so well, I think, or aged as well or more than maybe it deserves i don't know it's because we got rocky balboa mm, because yeah. we know that this is not the last time we see rocky it's just a chapter and so we know that rocky will be in the ring again and uh and it and it's also a necessary storyline because why is he in the streets again why is he not a millionaire why yeah, is yeah. he because every movie afterwards is him not living like he was in rocky four so you 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 have to have yeah. the storyline of rocky five to explain why is he in poverty pretty much or like low income for the next three films so yep. it's it's aged better because we got the other three films yeah it's a stepping stone isn't it yeah I, yeah and I and that. i so yeah and i think it's aged better than rocky three i think rocky three looks like a movie from the 80s whereas rocky nine my i'm sorry rocky nine from the 90s rocky five yeah. uh despite some of the soundtrack choices because of the the product of his time the hip-hop songs uh it 
it actually doesn't look aged. It just it looks like a film, and I think it's aged pretty good, minus the you know the mullet on Tommy Gunn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, and also the Tommy Gunn performance. This is a guy who's never acted before. Yeah, he's a boxer, and he does a again an okay job. He's not an actor. He's a boxer acting, and trust me, they there. I I would wonder how many other boxers could act the way he did. I think he he's a better actor than people realize actually who, yeah. who was so you know obviously rest in peace very sad what happened um you you said you approached or no you haven't had the holy quadruple really so Stallone Weathers Taylor Shire or Burt Young but if you if you could choose one of those people I assume it'd be Sly would you you'd love to get on your show if you could choose one well, other than Sly, of course, you know, it's funny. You know, what's funny about, you know, as I've done this podcast a little bit longer and as I've talked to other people and other part um, and people who've worked with Sly, I've, I've talked to numerous people that have worked with Sly and one on one and they've been on my show. And I, uh, it's funny. I, you know, I, I, not that I don't care, but I, I don't care as much as I used to at the beginning about getting Sly. Yeah. Um, I don't, it's weird. I'm, I'm at peace with the idea that maybe I don't deserve him or maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe we shouldn't meet our heroes. Maybe that's okay. Maybe we, maybe I shouldn't have him on the show. And I don't know if I could even ask him anything that he hasn't been asked or said freely on his own. Yeah. Um, he's been an open book. He's very public about things. Um, and then uh, for Talia Shire, I think she would be the one I'd want to talk to the most because uh, I just love her character so much. And that, you know, it really is her holy grail of acting. Uh, and Burt Young, unfortunately, I think he's just too old now. And yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've heard that it might be difficult for him to give interviews. Uh, I His camp did get back to me um, at the very beginning when we did the podcast. We actually got in contact very close to getting them at the very beginning. And then it just, the, the uh, conversation stopped. And let me tell you one funny yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. So, um if those who have seen part five or those who have seen entourage they might remember the guy uh what's the guy's name the kevin connelly's character <laughs> chicky no 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 from the entourage oh, oh i don't know I'm, i don't watch the entourage okay. but yeah he's a big actor isn't he yeah so kevin connelly yeah he was uh he was the like the he was the guy that had the heads on the shoulder type guy in the entourage that was helping out the right, yeah. the, the main actor so anyways i've got to call this guy i don't care <laughs> uh, so this actor kevin connelly look him up you'll know who i'm talking he's, about. he's got a big and, list isn't he he's quite well respected yeah yeah sure he's got a lot of twitter followers and what have you and he did the crappy movie by Gotti. he directed that crappy movie Gotti with uh with john travolta that's his big claim to fame so he uh yeah, yeah. So he ghosted me for real, and I, I don't mind calling him out because you know it's professionalism, and uh, um, I hope he just shows I'm taking the piss on him a little bit here. But um, <laughs> so yeah, we were actually emailing, exchanged each other. He said he would come on the show. He even twittered it on uh, on his Twitter. Wow. Like yeah, you know yeah. Like he responded to my tweet. Hey, we'd love to have you on the show, Kevin. He goes, oh, that sounds great. And we actually talked on email, and he says you just tell me a time. I gave him some times. He never got back to me. So I said, oh. Maybe we'll try out these times. And then he never got back to me. He's okay. So I just got ghosted by Kevin Connolly. Like, no offense, but look, I've had Bill Conti. I, I know he's an Academy Award winner. You know, no big deal. It's just like, I know I'm a nobody. I know, but I also treat my my guests very, very, like, it's yeah. um, without most respect. I don't blindside anybody. I don't take no cheap shots. Mm-mm. And, uh, but anyways, uh, he ghosted me. So I think, I think what I might do, I think, I, I think me and Doug and Craig from the, uh, the other two podcasts, I think what we might do is I think we're going to review Gotti one of these days and just, <laughs> yeah. have a little fun with- I haven't seen it, but I've heard bad things. 
<laughs> yeah, so who knows? Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be a great movie. Maybe the uh, the twenty percent uh, fresh rating on uh, Rotten Tomatoes is incorrect. We'll find out. So um, obviously, there's a there's a new Creed f- film in the works for the Creed Three. Might be Michael B. Jordan directing actually, and there could be. Well, there was talk before of a new potential Rocky film. Now that's kind of uh, fizzled out a little bit. But what are your opinions on those two sort of new? potential new chapters in the Rocky series and would you like them both to happen? Okay. Creed 2 ended the characters for both Adonis and Rocky very well. Mm-hmm. I know 2 is an odd number. To have a sequel without having a third film feels odd in the movie world. I know uh, studios don't like to not make money mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have a sequel with a Creed 3 where they can make money off this. They've made money on every single Rocky film has provided a profit. Uh, and so for them, that, again, that's their business. I don't blame them for wanting a sequel because like, hey, part two made us money. Let's do part three. And now they've said that Michael B. Jordan will direct part three. Good for him. Get behind the director's chair. Almost like, just like Rocky, you know, he directed his sequels. Yep. I'm sorry, Rocky. Stallone directed his sequels. Yep. And um, so all the best to Michael B. Of course, I'll see it, but it'll be the first movie of the franchise, so to speak. I, ha- I haven't seen the theater since part three. Um, because I won't see Creed three in the theaters without without Rocky's participation mm. or as an as a character, because uh, that's been pretty much confirmed. Sly will not be in part three, uh, of Creed part three, and Sly has pretty much said too that I think he's done with the Rockies. I think we're kind of I think we can fairly safely assume, yeah. Unless something changes, because you know what's funny now that Rocky, oh, I keep doing this now that Sly has said that he's not going to do a Rocky film maybe he might do a little bit more in a Creed 3 film if he doesn't do a standalone, but uh, yeah. But as of right now, it's my understanding that Sly will not participate at all in Creed Part 3. Sad, isn't it? Even he had a little cameo role just to sort of put a full stop. But maybe, maybe you're right, the end of Creed 2 was so good. Yeah, like I said, that that, yeah. he, you know, he reconciled the son, met his grandson. How do you top that emotional? Yeah. Yeah. It was very well done. Creed 2 was very well done, actually. I know that Rocky mm-hmm. Stallone, sorry, wasn't particularly happy. Uh, but yeah, behind the, there was behind-the-scene yeah. issues, but at the end of the day, the art, the product, the art that... You know, look, some of our favorite uh, bands has tumultuous recording sessions, yeah. but they produced some great albums, right? So I think Creed 2 is an example of that. I think behind-the-scene drama still produced a good drama. Yeah. Uh, Rocky 4 director's cut, though. That's coming out quite soon, in fact, I believe. Um that sh- that took me by surprise a little bit. Um, what, what, what's your views on that first, Ryan? If you don't mind me asking, are you happy about that? Oh, I'm very excited. I think it's great. I I've always said I, w- I want Slide to release all the unused footage from all the films. Like do like a even if it's just like a Rocky Ultimate director's cut set or something of like okay, I didn't do these Rocky two scenes or. This one, Rocky One scenes where unfortunately they, they burnt the film. If you can believe it, they burnt film that wasn't used. Did you know about that? Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? It is absolutely, absolutely. There's a scene in the original Rocky where Adrian and Rocky are walking out of the ring together, and there's some moments after that fight. It's filmed. It was filmed, but it's forever lost because they burnt it. Like, oh, we got to make space on our shelf, so they burnt the film. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> oh. Anyways, not anymore. They won't do that anymore. Um. So that being said, uh. I, I, I'm excited for the Rocky Ford director's cut, absolutely, because I'm also surprised there's as much footage as there is, because what they've been showing on his Instagram, what Sly has been showing, is like, oh, well, they have a lot of footage. They had the footage of the uh, the conference session where he had the license taken away from him, so that was filmed, so that's cool. Yep. 
things like that. And um, yeah, I'm excited. But what I'm nervous about or wondering is apparently they're taking out the robot. Yeah, yeah. Which is <laughs> goes back to that sort of goofy part of the Rocky series, but it's it's part of the Rocky universe, isn't it? That, that crazy robot. It, it, yeah, and as we all know, if you don't know for listeners, uh, that robot was discovered by Stallone's mother, who saw the robot on Phil Donahue's talk show, and she then contacted the robot's creator saying, hey, I have a grandson who has uh, autism. Uh, I think my son might enjoy having this robot come visit his son. And that's how it happened. It was actually Stallone's mother, may she rest in peace, who brought the robot to Sly's yeah. attention. And the robot's name, of course, is Seiko. It's an actual program. It's a robot. And the creator of the robot does the voice work on the movie. And I interviewed him as well, if you want yeah. to listen to that. Yeah, yeah amazing. I, um, but that being said, uh, it, it kind of breaks my heart a little bit that the reason why the robot was on set was for his son in real life to have a, a kind of a companion, a, a plaything. really. It's just like an iPad or something. It's something that created a, a fun environment for his son who had some sort of form of autism. And it's just another, it's another weird move by Sly, and maybe this is why he'll never come on my show, because I kind of call him out on this, is that he kind of, at least publicly, does not acknowledge at all his other children. I mean, he acknowledged Sage and his passing, of course, and he was in the movie Rocky Five and Daylight as well. Yeah, yeah. It's too bad, but I think they had a tumultuous relationship. And then his other surviving son from his first marriage, Sergei, who has the autism, yeah. uh, he never speaks about it. There's just no indication that his son is out there. It's his daughters, 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 beautiful daughters. Yes, but it's like, yeah, like, and you never see any photos of you know the daughters with their half brother. Yeah, that's an interesting. Now, yeah, right, maybe there's, but maybe there's again, maybe there's some sort personal, of agreement. Yeah, personal. Yeah, like we like, don't want him in photos. We don't want him, you know, in the public eye. And that's fine. He doesn't have to. And I'm not saying he has to. It's just a weird. I'm a parent. I, I guess I'm speaking as a father. Mm -hmm. That's all. I'm not famous. I know, and I have a set of kids from my first marriage and I have kids from my second marriage and the two have, well, they grew up together and they knew each other very well. Yep. Like the two families were, you know, combined, you know, and so it's just weird that another parent who happens to be famous, you just don't see any evidence of uh, uh, family mingling. Like, do the daughters know Sergey? And they have all these Instagram photos of everything and they never once mention him, show him, hey, we're at Sergey's house or we went on a hike with Sergey or, you know, it's uh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and sure. and you would and you would speak about autism, like make it aware. And there was a time that Sly did talk about the autism, and then it just stopped by the nineties. It's just interesting. I don't know what the story is there, but again, maybe there's some sort of NDA that we're not aware of. Who knows? Possibly, possibly. Um, talking about Sly as an actor, um, I and again, I I'm not an expert in the Hollywood field, but I I see a lot of good actors almost be given a sort of head up push up in the industry because they've got famous parents or um famous godmothers and whatnot and you know they you know i'm talking they're still good actors like kurt russell for example nothing not saying they're not good actors but sylvester stallone one reason why he inspires me a lot is because he almost carved he almost his his you know his way the way he carved out a career from himself when he was a bit park bit part actor before is quite close to astonishing. He he wrote his own scripts. He came from nothing to really become one of the biggest actors in the world. So I, I always respect him and I almost respect him more because of what he's been through. Uh, for me personally, Ryan, he, he's an inspiration for me. So if, if I feel a bit low or, you know, I, I sometimes think about what he's gone through and where he, where he is now. What What is your personal views about him as a, as a sort of person, the way he sort of become this huge, one of the biggest actors of all time? Yeah, and I think that's one of the appeals uh, of him, despite my 
just previous criticism. <laughs> or, <laughs> no, well, I would say criticism. Just I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. speaking. I'm speaking from the point of view that I I can only speak to what I see. The evidence I see is that there's no discussion about the sun, um, but we don't know the reasons why. Uh, but that being said, regarding his uh, success as an actor and director and uh, writer in, in Hollywood, yeah, it's absolutely admirable that he um, he built his own empire. He's kind of like the George Lucas. Uh, George Lucas built his own empire. So did Sly. Sly's worth, like we've talked about before, he's worth almost $500 million. Incredible. And, and and he's not in a lot of movies. At the same time, he is in a lot of movies. But he's in a, put this way, he's in equal parts movies that have bombed that he has that are successful he's a really interesting uh, character in the industry he has failed in the industry as much as he has succeeded he's had bomb after bomb after bomb and then he re, re uh reinvents himself and then he comes back and he reinvents himself and so what i love about him is that he he is the rocky character you know life has knocked him down and he keeps getting back up he keeps moving forward and he's never given up and but he's created his own success he has not relied on a director like spielberg or tarantino or somebody to resurrect his career look at john travolta john travolta has had success because he's had directors rescue him you know writers like tarantino yes. re rescue him yes uh but sly has not had one director ever rescue him it's always been him changing his look his um, his uh, writing has uh, brought new roles. He like he literally just created the Expendables movies. Just like you know what, we need some action films. I'm going to create an action franchise. It's going to be silly. It's going to be fun, and it and it worked. It made every movie made money. Yeah. So it's just give this guy full credit. Even when some of his videos go straight to video, he's got another one that's going to get him a Golden Globe. It's it's crazy. He's, I I I really love him. <laughs> he's such an interesting person. Um, well, look, that's kind of our Rocky chat done and dusted. Um, well worth checking out the podcast. Like I said to my listeners before, it's, it's, it's really, well, it's really just good fun, you know, right? Oh. It's just enjoyable. And I've, I also enjoy your um, reviews of the Stallone films as well, which, which like you said, are hit and miss at best, aren't they? Let's be honest, some of these other franchises. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to the Rambo series. So really quick, Rambo, uh, for me personally, I, I adore Rocky. Rambo is just below. I, I really enjoyed the Rambo films. But you are you just the biggest fan or how would you sort of rank the two sort of series? They're the same. I, I love them both uh, equally for different reasons. It's like I love chocolate ice cream and I love vanilla. You know, they just have different uses, so to speak. And uh, I just, I, the, the Rocky is the emotional, it's the heart. It's the heart. And uh, so it speaks to the heart. Yep. Whereas Rambo speaks to the uh, testosterone. It speaks to the thrill and the fun yeah. and the brutality of, of war and, and action. And, you know, you got a guy who's ripping out collarbones and blowing people up with arrows. And it's just like, I love it. You know, I, and I love that Sly, that's an actor. He, he totally it becomes Rocky. You see him as Rocky. And then when he becomes Rambo, he's Rambo. I don't see the Rocky character in Rambo at all. Yeah. You know, the, in, the, in the genre. He really becomes a different personality. He channels it like it's like a Jekyll and Hyde. And I, again, I don't know of any other actor who's had two different roles that are that iconic, that are that opposite. Now, the biggest, the closest one is Harrison Ford with, with Jones and and, and, uh, and Solo. And Solo. Yeah. Yep. But even, but they're both the same type of person. They're both the same kind of cavalier cowboy. Settings, yeah. Hmm. That's right. One's a one's a you know one does uh, space jumps, the other one does cliff jumps, and they're both the kind of they're both the same type of character. Whereas Rambo and Rocky are polar opposites, and they're both successful franchises. So again, Sly, you know, it's amazing. Now he didn't create the Rambo franchise, but he made it yes. his own, and it ended up. But he ended up creating the sequels, and and that so he made it his yeah. own. Absolutely, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Excellent. Look. 
Love it. Can't wait for the Rambo series as well to hit on your Yeah, podcast. I know. I'm almost, I'm like, so there's a selfish part of me that just wants to get done with the creep. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I've almost, here's a little teaser for yeah. you because you listen to my show. I'm very, it might still happen because I don't think Kate and Kyle are going to do the Rambo films uh, because they don't really know. Kyle doesn't, hasn't really watched them. Kate doesn't really, you know, she'll do it. Yeah. But it, I actually asked them straight out. They both kind of gave me, you know, she will, eh, she they, will, they will do it. I'm like, no, I got to get somebody, you know. Yeah. So uh, there's a chance I might start it early and just kind of wow. it. So I might have the Rambo and Creed going side by side. Oof. So, And then Creed 3 is going to come out and chuck another spell in the works. <laughs> but... No, I'm not. Do- okay, for the record, <laughs> if Creed, 3, if Creed 3 will not be covered the way the Creed franchise, without yeah. slide. No, 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 no. No, you might just do a one-off episode possibly. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah. Well, look, let's, let's talk about video games, if you don't mind, Ryan, because uh, oh, okay. there's, there's yeah. probably people listening going, why aren't they talking about video games? What's going on here? <laughs> but, well, uh, what you should do is make sure you timestamp, if you want, timestamp. Yes. At this point in the podcast, we start talking about video games. So, yeah, anything before, just ignore. Um, we, you've spoken before that you did play you did play games as a kid. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you, you, you have played video games. So oh, Absolutely. I'd love to know your kind of earliest memories of playing video games, what consoles you owned, computers, and, and maybe some of your real sort of favorite games back then, if you don't mind. Dude, I, I've been playing video games my whole life. Um, it's funny. Uh, I've, I was a Sega guy, but before I was a Sega guy, uh, I played Atari. I played Pong. I mean, Pong. Yep. I, play, I played it from the very beginning. I'm, I'm old enough. I'm 45 years old, so I've been playing since day one, yeah. the dawn age. Pong and then Atari 2600. Is that what's called the 2600? Yeah, well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I played that as well. I remember my brother borrowed it from his friend. We just couldn't believe this Atari system. My my other buddy in grade school, he had the Commodore 64. I played Ghostbusters on it. I played uh, Pitfall and... uh, and then my other buddy had a you know home PC, and I was eighth grade at this time, and I would have been about 13, 12 or twelve or thirteen. We played Wizardry Part One. Yes. Uh, on, on the computer, and we stayed up for hours at night playing this Wizardry game, the text and the storyline that were in our heads. And then of course we played Skate or Die. Uh, and then I got my first Sega Master System when I was oh, yeah. in, in, in eighth grade, and. Uh, I just, I just love the Sega system. And of course, one of the first games I got was the Rocky game on the Sega Master System. Yes. <laughs> and I finally beat it. I am one of the few I can say yeah. I beat Drago. I beat Drago. I couldn't get past um, who I think Clubber Lang stopped me. So yeah. wow, that's quite impressive. <laughs> I beat Drago. I finished the game. I think you just fight the four opponents. I think you just yeah, fight. I, I believe you're right. I think it's just Apollo, uh, a clubber, and, and and Drago. I think that's it. I think it's like three, I think it's just three matches. It's yeah. just like an eight 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 megabyte uh, game or whatever it was. Um, anyways, and then there was one game that really opened up my eyes to uh, the to uh, uh, role playing games, which to this day I'm a huge fan of. Uh, I was in a magazine store and I looked at the gaming magazines all the time, and I saw a picture for what was going to be this game coming up called Fantasy Star. And Fantasy Star was going to be the game that pushed the Sega Master System limit consoles, and it was going to be a uh, uh, the cartridge. I'll never forget when I bought it; it was heavy. It was a heavier cartridge because all this memory and all this storage was in this cartridge. And when you were a gamer back in the day, you could actually weight feel the weight of the game. If the game was heavy, you knew that it was a big game because the game was heavier than the other game, uh, than the lighter game. Anyways. I skipped school to play this game. Mm. I was skipped school. And this is, of course, pre-internet. And my buddy and I, 
we got to the end of the game. We didn't know where to do a certain part of the game. For anyone that played Fantasy Star, this is really a deep hole. We didn't know where to plant the 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 this nut. This <laughs> nut was planted into the ground, and it, and it grew a big tree to the sky last boss. We didn't know where to plant this thing. We'd go everywhere, plant, plant, plant. So can, can't use item here. Can't use item here. Like, <laughs> so we actually wrote to this PC gaming uh, or Sega gaming magazine. We waited eight weeks to get our answer. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. But but we actually got it published in the magazine. So we're like, please, because A, we had to wait, and B, yeah. we wanted we didn't know if we we're gonna get answered. This is like nowadays, just go- you just <laughs> yeah, Google you believe it. Did you get so, so you got the answer and you finally plant that nut then? Is that right? We planted that nut. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I haven't played Fancy Star. I know it's a good game, it's got good reviews. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. And I played all the sequels, and so yeah, I, I've been a gamer my whole life, but then I stopped playing for a little bit mm. uh, when I became an adult and I kind of stopped playing. Uh, but I did the Sega Master System, Sega Genesis, Sega CDs, Sega Saturn, and Sega Dreamcast. I did them all. Wow, I proper Sega. Se- no Nintendo in your house then? No, I was a Sega guy. And the wow. part of it was my buddies, they had Nintendo. So the way we looked at it was I'll get the Sega stuff, you get the Nintendo stuff, and then we have both systems. So we just share systems. Mm. Um yeah, but I love the something about the Sega, the crispness, the mm. colors. It just something seemed something fun about it that it that Nintendo seemed to lack um I was a character other than of course the Mario games and Mario Kart. I found that Nintendo lacked something compared to what the Sega gave me. Sega just seemed to be more alive to me. Not fair enough. Um, yeah. And, uh, but then of course, PlayStation came out. I, I owned the PlayStation, PlayStation two, PlayStation three, sorry. Yeah. Three. I now own the four. I will own the five. So I've owned, but now I'm a PC gamer. And right, gotcha. Uh, yeah. I'm a, so my, my sons and my kids, they all play, ps4s they all have their own i know they're spoiled they all have their own ps4s and tvs don't don't at me you know <laughs> uh, i'm just uh i hate having to listen to kids fight about stuff so like everyone gets their own system yeah yeah <laughs> but they get to play together too so they, they, yeah, they all yeah yeah they all connect yeah. in yeah um and uh and i'm not poor no i'm just joking um no, i'm just joking i'm just joking i'm just joking <laughs> you make so much on the podcast right? oh <laughs> yeah uh, that's true the uh, thousands of patreon money i get um no, I'm just joking. Uh, the, the, but the point is, is I'm a PC gamer now, mm. and I play games like uh, Red Dead Redemption, the Fallout series. Um, uh, what's another one? Uh, oh, it's, it's escaping me. The Fallout series and Skyrim series, the Oblivion series. Gotcha. So those are the type of games I really like. I love. I'm not. An, I'm not a multiplayer gamer because what I, I get destroyed. So it's all single player on yep. my own time at my own pace. Nobody's waiting for me in the servers or anything like that so yeah that's uh and i'm an old man you know so this is just me i turn on red dead redemption i do a mission and i turn it off yeah yeah, then, yeah yeah i just play for like an hour at a time i don't have time to play for eight hours in a row or anything like i used to but yeah that's where i am now love it love it that's so my, yeah that's my video game journey <laughs> say again i i assumed you didn't play much video games now i think you but there you go and no, I'm, I'm happy to, yeah good Oh yeah, no, I love video games, and I will say for your show, I, I did the same that you did for my worst of the best. Is I listen to, again, the topics that I can relate to because you'll talk about games that in between part of my life where like I don't, I didn't play Resident Evil, I didn't play whatever yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. but but I I know the games. But uh, you, you talked about the Stallone games. I played those Cliffhanger on Sega CD was a nightmare. Uh, it's not brilliant. <laughs> I, oh, I never <laughs> passed the snowboarding. I'm that guy yes. that snowboarding. Yeah. I can't pass the snowboarding stage. <laughs> um there's an alternate universe where i'm still playing that stage i'll never get off of it uh but uh yeah so i do the same thing i like your conspiracy one that was a fun one the conspiracy okay. episode yeah so there's episodes and topics that yeah 
depending on the topic because I can't follow the game. If I don't know yeah, the game, it's like point. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um. Oh, Ryan, it's been such a such a fun little chat. Today. I really appreciate it. Um. Is there any other future projects that you want to talk about? Or actually, you're in the navy, aren't you? Is that right? Yeah. Yes, want, it's a bit of a weird question, but do you when you're on I don't know, submarines or whatever? Same. I don't know much about the navy, but I'm not. Well, I'm not. Well, there's submarines and there's surface ships. I work on the the, the frigates, the surface ships, frigates. like a warship, a battleship. You could I'll, say. I'd love to know. I guess if you're on those warships, you're you're out with from from your family for a week sometime. Is that fair? Or oh yeah, yeah. It, when we deploy, it can be anywhere from uh, two to six months. You know, sometimes longer, but depending on the deployment. But yeah, when you're when you're gone, you're gone. You, it's it's not uncommon when you're posted to a ship or stationed on a ship you can be gone for at least half the year yeah if it's if it's yeah that's, not that's been my life yeah and again it's not the most important question but can you bring consoles with you or are you allowed to connect oh, yeah. to play games and stuff or people yeah bring uh, we have you know where people hang out where they eat we call it the mess of course and yep. people can hook up video games there's multiple tvs they can play video games there's no wi-fi so it's all just right yes yeah, so no internet obviously just single yeah. player or you know multiplayer but obviously with the control pads and whatnot. yeah yeah okay. so people do that or people bring their own laptops gaming pcs put them on the table same idea they can play those standalone games we're just talking about they don't require the internet yeah okay interesting no yeah. good um yeah any other, that. yes any other future projects or you mentioned a few there about your kind of yeah, rambo potential uh podcast and stuff like anything else exciting happening or uh no just uh, i think the next thing is we're continuing with the worst of the best podcast with rotating uh, guest hosts i know you're going to come on one of these days uh, for that one uh and as a guest host and uh yep. yeah the rambo franchise will eventually be discussed on that uh on that feed It'll be the same feed so if you just subscribe to that feed it'll pop up eventually uh i do have uh i guess i can say to your audience because it does i don't advertise this on my show at all right i do have a youtube channel and it's oh. kind of like it's a reaction type channel uh I but i don't that. react i don't react <laughs> i know because i don't advertise it see no. you know uh, because well, it does well on its own. Like I, it does okay. Like I've got f almost four, I got four point seven thousand subscribers wow, on that wow. channel, which is yeah. Again, it's silly. It's dumb. It's just me listening to new. The whole reason for that channel was it's not a reaction channel, but it kind of is. But I don't react the way you know sound effects and big stupid intros and hit this like button, hit the subscribe button. It's just because I'm old and I don't care. Um, what it is though is I I've been listening to the same music for years, and I was like I want to listen to new music. So it's almost like a request channel. People come on and say, hey, check out this band, check out this song, oh, cool. and I do, and I listen to it, and then I'll say, hey, I liked it or I didn't like it, and that's it. And then people seem to be okay with me just saying that. I don't add any insight or any kind of like, oh, on this song <laughs> they did a two point three point change over. You know, I don't, you know, I, I just say, hey, I I like that guitar solo or I like that uh, drum beat or I like, yeah, and, and that's it. So. Yeah, it's it just uh, Google uh, uh, Ryan uh, First Time Listens, I think it's called, and you'll see I've done hundreds of videos, and maybe I've done a band that you enjoy, but it's like, mm. yeah, it's just interesting. People throw uh, stuff at me, and I'll go in blind, listen to it, and get to see me on camera if I liked it or not. So actually, right now, I'm doing a Genesis journey right now. Right, yeah. Is that pre or is that Phil Collins era or more? Um... I started the beginning. I started the very beginning. I went in chronological order. I started with the Peter Gabriel. And because uh, yep. I didn't know any of their stuff, I of course I knew their big hits like you know Invisible Touch and I Can't Dance and all that, yep. but I didn't know their '70s stuff, so I did their whole uh, Peter Gabriel yeah, Genesis yeah. stuff. So it's for me personally, I Peter Gabriel is much better. I'm not really a fan of Phil Collins, but I'm happy 
we can agree to disagree possibly, but that's just Yeah, my... well, Chet, what? If, if you like him, you want to see my, and I talk about, yeah. I do Peter Gabriel's uh, solo stuff as well. I just no, finished. Oh, I'm a album. fan, actually. I think he's pretty talented. Um, oh, check, check. You might enjoy my uh, analysis of Peter because I will, spoiler alert, I, 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 didn't real, I didn't realize that he was as amazing as, I didn't know anything about him. Believe it or not, yeah. I just didn't. Gabriel, all I knew, the only song I knew of his was Sledgehammer, Shock the Monkey. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair days. No, he's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, um, but that's all I knew. Uh, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. You might get requests for a new Nickelback album, though. That's the only problem. <laughs> nope. Nope, not going to do it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want... Because I, I don't want to be... I'm so cynical about them. I'm sure they have a song that I wouldn't mind. I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, in fact, somebody did make me listen to one, and that was my response. I did do it. Actually, there is a Nickelback reaction. I, and that was my response. Like, yeah, I get it. They can play, they can play a song, and it's catchy, and it's not boring, but... Not your cup of tea. It's Nickelback. I, yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's just, yeah, it, it's Chad Kruger. That's the problem. I think if he died and they got a new singer, I might. Yeah. Because they can play fun songs, but something about him bugs me. If, if the front man bugs you, then you're in for, it's hard to like. Their I love that meme where it says, look at that graph. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Um, last question then because because you know we had a good hour chat here if you could share a few drinks with any character from the rocky films who would you choose and why so go for a couple of beers with and which character from the rocky films do you reckon would be the worst person to drink with in your opinion well the worst person to drink with of course is paul yeah that's <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> i'm not a big fan of angry drunks i yeah. just call me call me crazy but when people get angry, angry and belligerent, when they become drunk, they're just not fun to drink with. Yeah. Uh, lastly, um, you know, maybe uh, maybe get a couple of beers in Adrian and uh, take her home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The club. I'm talking. Guys. I'm talking alternate universe. This is predating Rocky. Uh, you know, because Adrian grows up to be a beautiful woman, and I would. Yeah. I, I think Adrian would have been the perfect, perfect wife. So there you go. There's my answer. I would. I would have beaten Rocky to the punch and taken Adrian. Wow. Could you date. imagine? There you yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh he'd go to the pet shop and she'd be like nope sorry already taken <laughs> yeah uh, right ryan's uh ryan's already taking me ice skating and it's not gonna be on thanksgiving so there you go there you go yeah we've and <laughs> oh look right thank you so much for a great chat it's been really fun and um like i said guys i'll put the the, sh the links in at the bottom of the episode but yeah so worst of the best and going the distance rocky and creed podcast that's correct isn't it yeah, that's it. That's it. Thank you there so you much go. for your time, Adrian. Appreciate it. That's all right. So we'll say goodbye here. Brilliant. Check you guys in another episode soon.